Welcome to Chronic Risk, the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. Stay tuned for expert advice and analysis on issues pertaining to risk in the cannabis industry from NCRMA's members and certified service partners. Chronic Risk, secured by the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, starts now. Welcome to another episode of Chronic Risk, the voice of the NCRMA, the National Cannabis Risk Management Association. I'm your host, Alex Herding, the Chief Risk Management Officer for the organization. Thank you for joining us. Chronic Risk is the podcast that gives insights on risk in the cannabis industry from the NCRMA's partners, members, and affiliates. Today, we are joined uh, by a man. This is part two of a two-part podcast, and we're joined again here by Sonny Antonio, um, and he is going to provide insights on the important first step of utility feasibility and design um, for cannabis facilities. Uh, my guest is Sonny Antonio of Sunshine Design, LLC. Welcome, Sonny. Thanks, Alex. And uh, yeah, I'm, it's always exciting to talk about these things, but uh, to some guys in the field and the canvas people, something they don't even think about. And it's not as exciting, it's not as sexy as all the rest of it growing stuff, but it's a necessity to make sure you become successful as well as meeting the needs of your facility. Maybe one facility, five facilities, whatever it might be. This is These are necessity items that you need to talk about early on. Yes. No. And thank you for joining us. And everybody listening, if you haven't listened to the part one of this um, two-part episode here, um, please listen to that first episode. Um, we explain, we go into depth about Sunny's experience, and we talk a bit about um, the the problems and issues and, and how to fix them on, on uh, designing, building, operating a facility that has the proper utility design and it, it just is going to save everybody so much money just please don't forget about this first step and and utility design and again we have a perfect perfect guest here to explain all of those issues to you guys um and sunny again thank you for joining us and you know last time we left off and we were talking about um you know what what people in the industry getting into the industry, what they should be doing, what they should be focusing on, um, you know, not to make the, the those critical mistakes of not planning um, your electrical uh, and, and utility design um, for their facilities and what that could mean, which is really just potentially tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars, potentially put you out of business. If you're not planning on the front end, and you're not bringing in a good team to, to, to plan this out, you, it, is, it really can sink your business. It's so important. It's so important to keep those costs down um, of, of producing your product, whatever it is, plant, extract, infuse product, all of them require energy. And if you're not planning, it, it will one, drive up the cost of your, uh, of your product at minimum, but it can really just uh, sink you as a business. And so, we're going to get into this a little bit deeper here. And, and, and the first question I have for you today is, you know, so this is what I see in, in businesses all the time. You know, we, we talked in the past episode about, okay, prepare on the front end, prepare, you know, as you're getting into the facility, you know, uh, have some thought, have some thought into your design and how much electricity you're getting in. Can you expand? And so if you do that on the front end, then, you know, what I'm about to ask you, it, it, 
it's moot. You wouldn't need to know this. But what I see is most businesses, they get in, they just want a facility. They need a license. They need the facility that's in the right zone. They get in, they got the license. Now they're in the facility. Now they're operating. They didn't think about the utility design. And suddenly they realize that power is a limiting factor. And they to a business that says, uh-oh, I can't expand. I've kind of, I'm what, 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 what advice would you give them at that point? Well, are you, at the point you're, you're talking about, they've already got the building going. Yes. They're going, they're already, they, they immediately need to know what is my load now? What's my existing load? What's my potential going to be? And then two things, one, get a hold of an electrical contractor, someone who's going to go in the building and say, hey, I've looked at your building inside. I see what you square footage you have, lighting, square footage, receptacles, maybe it's AC, whatever. And you have an X size panel and you really need an X size panel larger. Those steps up front. What do I have? What do I need? And once you get that point, immediately, immediately get to a consultant or get to, you know, someone to call the power company. That's great. I always tell people get two advices, one from a power company and one from, from an expert like us, designing group that works with us every day of their lives. We're gonna ask more questions and get in more in-depth questions with electrician, you as a customer, than probably the power company. They're all busy. They're gonna give you a fast answer and they're gonna go on. You need to ask questions. Is this really what you need? And we're gonna ask a lot of questions. Electrician says, I need a thousand. You're saying, well, with the loads you have, we run our calculations, 800 amps more than what you need because there's two different philosophies. Electrician lays it out total load and says, I need this. Right. When you design power with power companies, there's a usage issue. Not everything is going to be on it all the time. Right. So we balance loads differently. The point one is that find out what you need, what you have, what you need, and immediately find out, can you get that? Can I ex can I upgrade my system? What's it gonna cost me? Is it an underground system? I gotta go out and trench everything brand new, put in a new pad mount transformer, do new primary wires, do new secondary wires. I know we're probably getting a little deep, but those things cost you. And that's why we shared in an earlier section, do that stuff ahead of time before you buy a building, you'll save yourself these costs and nothing else you're gonna know, wow, I still want this building. I got an estimate of cost it's gonna cost me. Now I can go forward. It's those costs that hit you after you have the building yeah. that get expensive. Yeah, and you know, that's what I've noticed is, you know, usually if, if you haven't planned on the front end, you hit, you get to this issue where it's honestly, it's, it's, like I said, it can make or break your business. I've actually seen businesses that actually have to move because yeah. like you were saying, it's in rural areas, they didn't realize that there was a maximum load. Oh, yeah. we thought we could just expand, you yeah. know? And, 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 and it's that, it's that what we're trying, you know, that type of situation that we're trying to, you know, trying to have the information and resources to these businesses so they can avoid that. And, and, and to, and we can't reiterate this enough. It is so important that this is the first step. When you're bringing in, when you're bringing in the business plan, you're looking at facilities and you want to write that license. I know everybody out there and you're in the licensing process and you want that license and it's so important. Don't overlook this step. 
because this is what's going to happen. You're going to get there and you're going to realize you can't expand. You're going to have to move or, or you're just limited in some fashion or your, your expenses are way higher than you can you plan. So this is, this is the, you know, the, the, the avoidable risks that you can, you can, you can take on this issue on the front end and not deal with on the back end. And you might, Alex, you might be able to expand. You might say, wow, I got here. And okay. So now the power company says that, oh yeah, you know, you we'll have power for you. Oh, wait a minute. Ask the next question. When will I have power? My facility. Is it a year from now? Is it two years from now? Are you guys building a substation 10 miles away to look at the future of the cannabis out in this rural area? So we're going to bring new power poles out, but it's not for a year, two or three years. That's right. an important part you need to know now. Okay, yes, I got a yes. I'm going to, I, I can, I can expand. Yeah, but when can I expand? When will I have that? I need it in six months, but you're two years out. A lot of questions need to be asked. We talked about in the first session, first going out and seeing, is it available? And next is when it's available and be realistic of what your time's on. Don't just go buy a building because it's $1 because over here I can buy a building for 300,000 and I got the power I need. I'm going to buy a building for $1, but I'm going to spend 500,000 to get the power out there. Right. Yeah, excuse me. No, 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 I agree. It's a return on investment, right? The ROI, right? I mean, in this where if you're not talking to a, a brilliant man like you, well, giving no. the, the the numbers that they need because this yeah. is this is the what they're not. I mean, everybody getting into business, they're businessmen, and you need to focus on the bottom line here. And if if you drop the ball here, um, you know, uh, it's it's just it's such a unnecessary cost. And I, I, think I will I will share with you, Alex. 49 and a half years of doing this, I work with the best and I work with the worst. I work with builders. I work with subdivision guys. Even the best of the best can make that mistake and think, wow, I'm going to build. I know out here I can build 500 homes. I can build 100, 100, 100, 100. But they didn't do their homework to pencil in what is that cost of bringing power out there underground for a half a mile or whatever I got to do. What is that pencil? And they make the same mistake. They think about power too late and they go, oh shit. Now I got a million dollars off to my, my, my budget was 10 million to build a division. I just added another million on it. Up front, taking that time, spending that, whatever it might take, 3,000, 5,000, whatever it takes to do that feasibility study will save you tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars later on trying to build power way out to nowhere's land or or in downtown Oakland building up building the power I need now we had a big one found the guy needed 10,000 two four thousand amp panels one two thousand amp panel but we planned ahead of time got with the power company said this is what we're going to need and guess what no hiccups they knew exact cost when they were going to get it that feasibility study they spent five thousand dollars for probably saved them in this case over three hundred thousand dollars of not making that mistake that's let's not make that mistake and you know we're gonna we're gonna pause here and we're gonna have some great information to save everybody so much money um <laughs> thank you again sunny for being here we You're got welcome. some great 
um, information. We're going to try to get it out from you on this next section. Everybody hold on tight and we'll be right back. Chronic Risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, everybody, welcome back. We are here with Sunny Antonio of Sunshine Design talking about utilities and how to save a lot of money, which I think everybody is, is interested in. And and again, we're, we're really talking to a lot of these new businesses that are starting up. And we want to avoid just the costly, common mistakes that a lot of these businesses are making. And it really comes down to just lack of planning on the front end, getting not getting the resources that they need to know, you know, and, and, and realizing that spending money on, on some of these feasibility studies is you're going to get your money back. You, you know, whatever it may be, a few thousand dollars, $10,000 on understanding the utilities and what's coming into your facility, again, could save you tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that's why we have Sonny here today. And um, so Sonny, um, you know, one thing too, that, the, you know, it's such a, a, what do they call it? Power hog, you know, the, 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 these cultivations take up so much energy. And one of the big, you know, uh, big concerns is, is, is carbon footprint. And so, you know, that's a bad bros, though. <laughs> um, so I wanted. Sorry, I, I thought I got an interruption in my office, so I apologize. No, 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 no worries. So, so I wanted to talk about you know the the big concern of a lot of these uh, a lot of the people in the industry about minimizing their carbon footprint. And so you know what, and this is probably one of those things that they want to think about on the front end of their project as well. And so, what advice can you? give to people who want to minimize their electrical use on the front end of this operation? Well, I think the biggest um, thing that we see is that um, know what you're really going to use. Look at your lighting. Am I using the best lights? Am I using LEDs? Um, I, I see a lot of people getting into the industry and they are trying to look at how can I cut costs? So they're looking to cut costs in the wrong direction. So they go, hey, I was able to find a bunch of lights from Joe down the street. And he sold me a hundred of these lights that they used in their cannabis two years ago. And I got an example of one going on right now, popped all those lights in there. And the next thing you know, two months later, I get a call. My bill is so high. We talk about early on costs about feasibility studies and the power is available. Well, now I have the power. Am I using the right lights? Am I using them the way they be? Am I going out and making sure my carbon footprint is not using power like crazy? Am I using LEDs? Am I looking at, do I really need a receptacle at 10 of them on a wall? 
What's my HVAC? Am I using that correctly? I think those are the items a lot of guys don't look at because I want to get in the industry. I want a bunch of lights. And I, I, a buddy of mine has got lights really cheap. So I bought his lights. Don't look at the short term. Look at the long term. Where am I long term? The second thing I think is very critical and people don't think about. And, and by the way, these new states are going to be looking into it. Looking which asking your city local legislations, you know, what issues can we work with on energy stuff? What issues can we work with energy wise? What can I work with the cities about and the power companies? Do you have rebate programs that help us look at some? Because a lot of them will do that. Finally, those states that aren't set up for cannabis will need to set up rate tariffs to make sure that you're on a rate tariff like we have residential, like we have commercial. Uh, I'm glad I live close to Napa Valley, the wine country. They have ag rates for all those wineries out there that are growing grapes because I've had a lot of cannabis people be told, hey, if you get on this rate, that's the rate for you. Analyze your rate by rate by what you're doing. Am I a grow? Am I an extract? Am I just a little distribution store? There's a rate that some states don't have them set up yet. And PGD had to do the same thing. How do we create a rate schedule for that customer that is not paying us? I'll use an example an A1 rate, which is a little pump out there, which uses $50 to $100 a month. Oh, shit. I've got A1 rate on a cannabis that now my bill is $40,000 a month. I'm on the wrong rate. Right. There's a whole bunch of tears early on before you get the power, like working with consultants, but we can also help you walk those steps to make sure that when that meter gets turned on, you have the right rate. Working with your electrician to make sure you're using the right lights, right voltage, making sure the right voltage. Do you need? Do you really need three phase? Don't you just need single phase? Those are the items you need to talk about early on. That's great information. And you know, honestly, thinking about that, it's, I mean, not only can you help the cannabis industry, it seems like you could be a great resource for the legislators and utilities in these different states. I mean, it sounds like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the rulemakers and the utilities are as confused by this new industry as, as everybody else is. Is that correct? Absolutely. And I, and I think I think the key is is to I've always said is don't try to create a new wheel. The wheel is already there. Let's work with people who have already done this. Let's work with and, and, I, and I, I think I want to share with you is that nobody we don't like to walk into somebody else's territory and try to tell them how to do that. What we want to do is we want to be a part or a team working with them to say, hey, this is what we experienced in California with all the cannabis we've done. These are the things we've seen. Let's not make the same mistakes. And how can we help the local cities, the cannabis industries? I mean, a lot of them have local cannabis groups. We know that because we see it in Eureka. We see it in other parts of the state. They have a little cannabis group that that they work together. Many of them now call us and say, hey, I work with three guys up here that you help them with power. We don't want to make the same mistake. How can you work with us? Same is going to be with legislation, local cities. Same is going to be with the states, how to set up a number of things. One, how do we set up a tariff for that kind of cannabis world? Is it a grow? Is it an extract? Is it production? Whatever it might be, how do we all work together? And I think it's critical that we all work together as a team and work with the people who have already done this so they don't make the same mistake over and over and over again.
No, that's great advice. And, you know, I think it's at this stage of the industry, you know, I, I think collaboration is so important. I mean, I, I understand the value of competition, but I think right now, you know, just collaboration, like you said, not, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You know, this pie is growing so big, you know, as, as an industry as a whole that we don't know how big this pie is. So to, to try to, I think a lot of people are trying to carve their slice of the pie before they realize how big this pie is. And I think you're right. I think we need to work with each other. The states need to be talking with each other. You know, you, different utilities should be working with each um, other utilities to help, you know, these new states coming online because there's just, it, there's just so much that, difficult, you know, these state new states coming online just have had so much difficulty rolling out these issues. Yeah. Um, or these, these these plans that there's all these issues that come along with it and and you're right that this is this is something that we can learn from each other and I and I can't thank you enough for being on today because I think you're really providing some great insight and we're going to take a quick break and on the back side of this on the other side of this we're going to ask you a little bit about how you can help our members and uh, on their quest to to start and operate cannabis businesses. So thanks again for joining us. Everybody hold tight and we'll be right back. Chronic Risk will continue after we visit our certified advertisers. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. You're listening to the voice of the National Cannabis Risk Management Association, NCRMA's Chronic Risk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, everybody, we are back with Sonny Antonio of Sunshine Design. He is telling us some just great information on just how to save, just save so much money on on your business and operation. This doesn't have to be cannabis um, specific, but we are definitely talking specifically about cannabis here, but he is just a brilliant resource to, for designing operations. And again, if if you're not putting the, the design of your utilities on the front end of your project, you're really missing out and you really could be just throwing away a lot of good money that you don't need to. And so, Sunny, thanks. Thanks for joining us again. And so just tell us a little bit about what you do. do I, so are you working, you're working in California and, and, and are you working, what, tell me about your, um, your region and, and where you, where you're working. Well, specifically, uh, when I came, to, I left PG&E after 24 and a half years. I, I was going to stay just in PG&E territory only because that's where my expertise is. But I, but I will share with you that that power is power. Um, we educate ourselves with the power companies we use. I've I've 
We've done a lot of work for Apple. We did the Apple headquarters, a big spaceship for Apple. We brought all the new power into them and they have projects in other parts of the United States. So I do a lot of consulting outside of California. I've been to, uh, there's a couple of uh, cannabis companies I've helped in, in Tennessee and Kentucky and a few in Arizona that have had questions about what's available and how to bring power to them. I actually flew out there and met with them and walked to site with them when everybody thought there was one way to go and as I walked out, to me, it was simple. To them, it was no, the more lines we have coming to the building, if anything happens, then we got five lines in there. And if one goes down, we have four more. Wrong philosophy. Let's not look at it that way. I look, I share people that if you get people out there that know about the infrastructure of power, they will give you the best product, the best way to bring a product in, the best way to build your facility and availability of power. What we do is in California is because in California, you have the option to have the power company design it or guys like us design it. I worked on that committee and helped write the, what they call applicant design in California. So in California, you can get something like us design it. The power company reviews our plans. They approve everything. We're designing by their standards. You can actually build it that way in California. You can build everything, the wire, the transformer, everything can be done by an outside company the power company just stamps and approves it, inspects it, and it's a go. Outside of California, I do a lot of consulting, just meeting with the, cu the customer on site, connections with the power company, making sure that we know what they need, what's there, what's not there, and how do we get there, what we do. So feasibility studies, meeting with them to say, here's what you have, meeting with the power companies in local states to say, hey, I've got a couple of clients out here. Here's what they're going to need I can tell by looking at the rules and tariffs of each state, I can walk a site and tell you within an hour, you have it there, you don't have it there, do a little bit of research. Um, and then to us, that's, that's the part we wanna help with, making sure that these other states and other areas don't make the same mistake that was made by early on by people in California who didn't know what question to ask. Right. They saw a line, they saw a gas line, I'm in. Yep. And that's simply as your questions. And that's great. And that and I that is great because this is what I want to, you know, tell our listeners is that hey, are you are you starting a cannabis business? Are you one of one of these new states? Are you looking at are you looking at facilities and and you and and you want to attach a license to that? My advice would be to reach out to Sunny. Um Sunshine Design LLC.net. You can find all the information there. He can help you. Um, he does work closely with the utility out in California, but he can also come and give you the advice and to give you the the, uh, the information you need to prevent these just ca catastrophic mistakes that businesses are making. So if you're interested in, in learning more or learning more about how you can save money, which I think we all are, please reach out to Sunny. This man has the information you need to just to prepare for your operation, prepare for expansion and just not, you know, to not get caught um, with with the, with without knowing what you don't know. And I think that's what this industry is just full of. It's, you know, I, I, I call it drinking out of a fire hose. Um, you're trying to process as much information as you can when you get in. And there's so much that you can't take in. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. We have resources out there. Sunny, you know, obviously isn't the only um, 
electrical and utility designer out there, but I can tell you if I were starting a facility, I would definitely, you would be on the, you would be on my speed dial for the first part of this project, making sure that, that I'm doing everything right on the front end. Um, wow. Alex, thank you very much. The important part of the message we're trying to get out is that don't just think I got, it. I walk out there. It's there. I'm okay. It's there. You have to be asking questions. You have to be doing research. You have to be checking on things uh, because I see too many of them that get caught and I go, oh shit. Uh, and by the way, January 1 is a couple weeks away and everyone's going to be jumping on the dirt, wanting to get that stuff going so that they are ready to go in whatever time frame they have, June, July, August. Trust me, that time goes by fast. And when all of a sudden you go, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm, we're, we're, we're ready to bring it. Oh shit. I forgot to check on the part. Well, I can have it in a week. You can't. Everything takes planning. You planned that building. You planned your company. You planned everything to have a start date. Part of that planning better be electric, gas, phone, and cable. That's perfect note to end on, Sonny. Um, I can't echo your message as well as you can, but I'll de definitely be out there trying to share what uh your your expertise with everybody so sunny thank you for your time we really uh, appreciate we really appreciate you coming on and looking forward to our future partnership with sunshine design so anybody listening out there if you want to find out more about sunshine design visit sunshinedesignllc.net thank you for all the listeners for taking time out of your day to join us stay safe out there everyone thank you alex thank you Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.